We are Marquette. 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 My name is Andrew Goldstein. I'm a senior in the Deidre College of Communication, majoring in journalism, minoring in digital media. I'm the sports content executive of the Marquette Wire. I'm from Cranberry, New Jersey, but Milwaukee, Wisconsin's become my second home. Ring out a Hoya. My first goal was to be an NFL running back. That stopped at age six. And then I thought, well, I still want to be around the field. I still want to be around sports, but I'm not very athletic. And I have no tolerance for pain whatsoever. This is why I have such high regard for what athletes do, because I know I could never, ever do it. And so I love sports, love watching sports, and my parents always told me I talk too much. So when I'm like, you could get paid for talking about sports and nobody's going to shush you? I mean, sign me up. And that's the moment when I knew, okay, sports casting, this is it. I knew I wanted a college with strong journalism and strong broadcasting. I've wanted to be a sportscaster ever since I found out that pro football player wasn't going to work, which is around six, seven years old. I went to sports broadcasting camp every summer. I was a really cool kid, by the way. I had a friend uh, that went to Marquette. Her name is Sarah Barshop, now Sarah Treby. She covers the Texans for ESPN. She's doing pretty well for herself. And she was a counselor at the sports broadcasting camp. It was a week. It was in Boston. A lot of my close friends are still from there. And she said, hey, while you're coming out to the Midwest, come up to Milwaukee for a day. I'll show you around Marquette. So this is during my sophomore year. She did. I liked it. Didn't really have any idea about what else was down the road. So I came back senior year, liked it even more. And now I'm here. I wanted to see something different. And the people were so friendly and Everybody was so completely sold on the journalism program. I thought, this is a place where I could come and have an impact and kind of grow as a person. So now that I'm five, six months away from the finish line, I can honestly say I've never regretted my decision, not even for a second. There were so many people that helped me along the way throughout my almost four years here. I couldn't even list them all. You have to understand... I'm an only child from New Jersey, and I grew up in a pretty comfortable household. I had no life skills whatsoever when I came here. So before we even get to the career stuff, I didn't know how to do laundry. I didn't know how to navigate public transit. I didn't know how to cook for myself, like nothing. So before the professional mentors could even kick in, I had a lot of people around me, like my freshman year RA, Abe Ortiz, a lot of friends that are like, hey, this is how you do basic life things. So that's the first thing. Now, as for the professional aspect of things, I've had a lot of great professors. The three that really stand out immediately are Herbert Lowe, Jesse Marble, and Pam Nettleton. So Herbert Lowe was my journalism three professor, still the toughest teacher I ever had. He taught me so, so much about reporting and putting the human element first in your stories like 90 percent of what i know about feature writing i know because of him jesse marble was the person that really solidified my desire to be on tv she kind of taught me how to be a television reporter and how that whole industry worked i still talk to her all the time 
And then Pam Nettleton, I call her my spirit animal. She is the most intellectually rigorous teacher I've ever encountered. I always leave her class thinking about something new, which I really enjoy. I'm about to take my fourth class with her, and I would go as far as to say without her, my time at Marquette would not have been what it is. And then for student media, Jack Goods, last year's sports editor, Grant Becker, Peter Fiorentino, there have been a lot of people that have guided me along the way. And I appreciate this now as an editor. When you look at a freshman or sophomore's work, at first you think, oh, God, this is going to take forever to get it workable. And then it hits you. Was this me? I was this two or three years ago. Oh, God, I'm so sorry, editors. I can't believe I put you through this. And there are a lot of these people that kind of just grinned, said, it's okay, here's how you do things, and I'm better because of their patience and their humility and their knowledge. So there have been a lot of people at Marquette that have taken me under their wing. I remember the first assignment, well, not the first time, it was the first big one, the midterm in Herb Lowe's class. We had to go out and interview someone that was in a certain Milwaukee neighborhood that was between uh, 18 and 30, so a millennial that was making a difference. And we had to find this person on 48 to 72 hours notice. So I had primarily worked on campus with sports teams, and with sports you never really have to worry about finding the story. You know, telling it is pretty difficult, but actually finding it, you know, you look at the box score, you see, okay, she's having a good season or he's having an impact, and then you go through athletics and request it. So I never really had to find something before. So I was in one of those situations where everybody was canceling on me, where this person was out of town, this person had an event to do the next day and couldn't make it. This person was free, but only when I was in class. So I'm freaking out. Like, I don't get flustered very easily, but I was having a nervous breakdown in my room. And thankfully, one or two of my friends who were involved in community service said, here are some people you could talk to. Calm down. It'll be okay. And just not even from a journalism standpoint, just people like that who say, hey, I know someone, you could talk to them. Or, hey, I know someone who's really good at this. Maybe you should go to them for help with this assignment. A lot of times what I need help with isn't so much the professional aspect. It's everything else. So that's a particular time where a couple of people really came through for me. By the way, shout out to Jane Lorenzi. She saved me from getting an F on that project. If you're listening, Jane, thank you. What I really like is the honors seminars. So when you're in the honors program, once a year, you take these seminar-style courses, one credit, once or twice a week, where you go in and learn about kind of an out-there topic. My freshman year, the first class I ever took at Marquette was one called The Art of Failure. And I'm not a big believer in religion, but I think that was God trying to tell me something. You know, I what the message is, I don't know, but 
I think someone was trying to kind of poke me and say, hey, you're going to mess up a ton here. And when we took that class, we examined how different cultures and different mediums and different writers viewed failure. How, say, Dostoyevsky wrote about failure. Uh, we read Glengarry Glenn Ross, which was actually one of my favorite movies leading up to that point. But I never considered, wow, this is a movie about people that try and try and just can't catch a break. Like, I never looked at it from that angle. And when we had these discussions, it kind of brought me back to my own life and said, hey, you're messing up a lot in college, as everybody does. You know, you don't do so well on a test. You're late for a meeting. You handle one interaction or another less ideally than you could have. It's okay. Everybody makes these kind of mistakes. People spend their entire lives thinking about their failures and their shortcomings. And taking that class first semester of college kind of set the tone to allow myself to fail for the next couple of years. I think if I had taken it sophomore and junior year, maybe it wouldn't have had quite, a, quite the same impact that it had. So being able to take it freshman year... For me, that was a big influencer for the rest of college. And by the way, sophomore year honor seminar was dance and cultural expression, which was illuminating in an entirely different way. I'm still a bad dancer, but it was fun. My first year was a big one because it was Wojo's first year, Keeger's first year, Tice's first year, Bill Scholl's first year at the head of the athletic department, and I don't think it was Ample's first year. I think it might have been his second year or something, but I basically had an entirely new administrative department to deal with. It was fun. So the first time I was ever on press row for men's basketball, it was my sophomore year at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. I I decided to travel back home early for Thanksgiving. I live in New Jersey because men's basketball was playing in the Legends Classic in New York. First game I ever went to was Henry Ellenson from Marquette against Ben Simmons of LSU. Both of them are in the NBA now. The place was packed with NBA scouts. There were almost more NBA scouts there than there were fans. I'm going to say like 60 or 70 of them. You can kind of see them all in a row. Marquette won 81-80 that day. And I'm sitting there on press row with my mouth agape. Because not only did Marquette win, but Ben Simmons, to his credit, put in one of the best college games I'd ever seen. He had something crazy, like 38 points, 12 assists, 10 rebounds. And I'm like, oh my god, this is awesome. And that was my first big journalism assignment. Marquette Volleyball, covering them for a couple years, has been one of the thrills of my life, honestly. Just because everyone on that team that I've encountered has been among the coolest people I've met at college. And one of my favorite moments was when they beat Creighton this year. So for people that don't watch volleyball, Creighton has been the consensus number one team in the Big East for years and years now. Like every year they just win the Big East regular season championship, win the title. They've done it every year since I've been in college. And every year Marquette's always come up short. They've always been number two in the conference. And they've come close to beating them a couple times, but they never actually did it. And then they finally did it at home this year. And to see people that I covered for multiple years 
just so elated that it finally happened, like knowing that every single year they'd try and every single year they'd come up short and then they finally did it. To see the emotion on their faces that they finally achieved what they wanted to achieve. Like I interviewed one girl, Jenna Rosenthal, that I had talked to for a couple years and she was so overcome with how happy she was. I'm like, that's awesome. That's so cool. So I, you know, you're supposed to be impartial as a journalist, but when you meet good people and when you meet people who are willing to share themselves with you, you can't help but root for them. So that's one thing. And then I would say the third moment that really stood out to me is actually a little collection of moments is when I did a long form feature story about Harry Frawling the Australian Center on Marquette Basketball while I was in Australia. So I went over there and decided I don't want to not do journalism for four or five months. I'm the kind of person that needs to work, even if it's just a little bit. If I if I sit on a beach for four or five months, it's going to kill me, as paradoxical as that might sound. So I pitched this idea. I said, hey, I'm traveling around the country anyways. I might as well go to these places and talk to his family, his coaches, and all that. It'll be a nice way to kind of integrate what I do with what I want to do. So I went to Canberra, which is the Australian capital, to talk to his brother and one of his coaches. I went to Townsville, which is in Queensland, up on the reef, to talk to his family. I got to see where he played basketball as a kid. Called a guy in Japan who used to be a coach of his on the Townsville Crocodiles. And it was really cool because I felt like a professional. You know, I wasn't on campus. I wasn't getting press releases or stats handed to me. I was doing what I would do if I were an actual journalist working for, like, the New York Times Australia Bureau, which is you travel around by yourself, you find your own stories, you find your own sources, you and then you go to them, and then you write. I still remember finishing that story on, like, a 3 a.m. flight to New Zealand and filing it, and my editor's like, this is great, but it's 4,000 words. We're going to need to cut some off. And I'm like, yep. Yep, it's fine. Totally understand. Cut whatever you need to cut. So those couple moments for me were among the most memorable of my time on the Marquette Wire. And in between those, there were a lot of other ones of people just sharing little personal details about themselves. And I'm like, I'm a stranger. You don't know me from Adam, and you're just already telling me so much about your life. I mean, it's cool that I get to be in a profession that does that. So there were big moments, but in between, there were lots of little ones that made it special, too. I am so bitter about that Villanova game because I was in New Jersey. I didn't leave for Australia until the first week of February because their semesters start super late. So I'm in New Jersey. I'm watching the game on my couch, and Villanova goes up by 17. I'm like, okay, well, at least I'm not going to miss anything special here. Then the comeback happens, and... A small part of me is rooting for it to fall short because I'm like, I can't tell my children that Marquette beat the number one team, stormed the court, and I wasn't there. Like, on my bucket list is be there for a court storming. And then it happened, and I'm like, I can't believe it. I'm happy, but I'm also just bitter and sad because A, I should have been there just to be part of it, and B, everyone on the sports desk is going to be burning the midnight oil trying to get content up. I should be there to help them, and I can't. So I'm messaging my editors, and I'm like, if there is literally anything at all I can do, you let me know. I, I like, found a way to get into the MUTV Sports Archives from home just so I could cut up video. I stayed up till like, 3 in the morning writing a column. I sent out, like, 50, 60 tweets that day. 
I called it guilt tweeting because I did that because I was guilty. I couldn't contribute more. So that was a heck of a night. I remember taking my dog for a walk at like one in the morning just because you, you know those moments where something so unbelievable happens and you're just so happy or overcome that you don't know what to do with yourself. That was me. I'm like, I'm taking my dog for a walk, not because she needs it, but because I can't go to bed right now because I don't know what else to do. So that was one of the more surreal nights I can remember. And hopefully the next time it happens, whether it be Marquette or some other team, I can be there. Hey, they play Nova again on, what, January 28th? Maybe it'll happen uh, when I'm here this time. First of all, I want to see both men's and women's basketball be competitive and check that box there because I think even if one team or another doesn't make it to March Madness, they're hanging in games, they're fighting, they're really fun teams to watch and full of good people from what I've gathered. So they're fun teams to cover and fun teams to secretly root for. I try and suppress that while I'm on the beat, but I'm a Marquette student. I'm not going to be completely objective here. I don't know if there's anything in particular I want to see over the last semester. I mean, obviously, I'd like the men's or women's basketball team to go far in March Madness just because I think it would be really cool to cover. And selfishly for The Wire, that's really great for our readership and viewership and giving people opportunities. But moreover, I want to find some really cool stories. Because a lot of people are so focused on what's happening on the court that they don't really get to see the side of the athletes that are human, that are students, that are people. And they don't really get to see a lot of the people around Marquette Athletics that make it what it is. In fact, one of the stories that I've wanted to do for a while that I'm going to in a couple weeks is I really want to profile the people at the Bradley Center that lay down the court for when Marquette plays because I've always been curious about them, and I haven't really seen anything done about it. So moreover than Marquette Athletics being successful, I want to see those kinds of stories being reported. I want people to say, you know, I go to Wire Sports because they give me stories and coverage that other people don't give me. So that's my biggest hope for the next couple months. And then beyond that, when I'm away from here and hopefully gainfully employed somewhere. I want to see next year's desk do better than we did this year because I think this desk and our sports coverage is as strong as it's ever been because of the people that came before that kind of built us up a little. And I'm hoping that after I leave, whoever next year's editor is, whoever next year's sports staff is can go forth and do better than I did. That would make me so happy. It'd be, it would kind of be the ultimate validation of my time there. The system works better with me, you know, without me than with me. Is I think you haven't really designed much of a process if it can only work with you there. What needs to happen is other people need to kind of carry it forth. So as high a hopes as I have for the next five months, I have even higher hopes for when I'm gone. What's really kind of special or I guess lucky about my life is I managed to keep my childhood dream up till now you know every kid dreams of being the president or an astronaut or something when they're six or seven then they usually kind of scale that down to something more reasonable or something they have an aptitude for as they go throughout life through some stroke of 
timing, dumb luck, circumstance, and I hope a bit of skill, I found what I wanted to do from a really early age, and I never let it go. And it turns out I'm halfway to decent at it, I hope. I had people around me that supported it, and moreover, I really enjoy it. So it developed from a young age, but I think I've been very lucky to actually keep it with me all through this time. I feel like that's something pretty rare. For freshmen coming in, breathe, relax, soak it all in. I know you get this advice from pretty much everyone else up to and including your second cousin, but it really is true. College goes so, so quickly, much quicker than high school did, certainly much quicker than kindergarten through eighth grade did. So be sure to enjoy it. And use this time, these next four years or however many years you have here, to find out what is and isn't important to you. Because I came in and that was my number one goal. Find out whether journalism is really the career you thought it would be. Find out what kind of people you like and don't like being around. Find out which situations you thrive in. You know how it takes a couple years of you being in the workforce to determine what places are and aren't good fits for you? Find out what people are and aren't good fits for you. Find out what activities are and aren't good fits in college because you're going to be exposed to so much in such a short amount of time that it's easier to do now than it is at any other point in your life. So to fellow students, to people coming in, that's my number one piece of advice. As for my time here at Marquette, it has been, and I can't believe I'm using the past tense already to describe it, it's been wonderful, full of decent, honest people that I'm never going to forget. And I just hope the next four or five months can be as special and as full of significant moments as the last three and a half years have been. And I hope the rest of my life can be the way the last three and a half years have been, too. Bring out a Hoya. Perfect.